Good afternoon, collectors and friends. Welcome to Layton's Loft. It's good to be back. How, How are you today, doing? Lou? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Uh, doing great, thanks. What's up, Donald? Appreciate everyone tuning in today. We have a really fun uh, participation promo, which we're going to go over in a second. And you're going to see, Lou, of course, you can say hi, tell us what you're collecting, all that kind of good stuff. Yep. Um, but we're also going to uh, ask a question about a particular uh, card or something that's card related, if you will. And, you know, stay tuned for that. Okay, great. Uh, what's up, Daniel? What's going on, Tom? Uh, so the three prizes we have for today's participation promo are going to be a $25 break credit to finishbreaks.com. And second place will be a 65 top set break spot. Third place will be a 66 top set break spot. But what's really cool, Lou, is that for the spot that we're going to award in the 65 and the 66 top set break spots today, mm -hmm. they're likely going to sell out tonight, which means that people will not only get a free spot, but they'll get some nice, you know, instant gratification. They'll likely see that set or those sets break later today. Oh, nice. And all you had to do was tune in to Layton's Law for a chance to win. We all love instant gratification. Absolutely. Afternoon, James, Michael, Tim. Thanks for tuning in today to The Loft. It's going to be a good one. Uh, so, Lou, of course, like I said, anyone can participate by just saying hi, telling us what you're collecting. But I wanted to ask a question of the community today. And if you could just do me a favor and uh, pop up our camera for just one sec. Pop up our what? I'm sorry. Uh, the camera. Oh, the camera. Yep. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how well it's coming up here. If not, I'll just show it up to the... So go. this is a 64 tops coin of Whitey Ford. Nice. And I don't know if you remember these, Lou, but these were gotcha. inserted one per nickel pack. Oh, yeah. So you remember, um, you know, I wasn't alive then, but I'm certainly familiar with the issue. And these are pretty popular. PSA not only grades these, but people try to complete the, the set of these, uh, whether it be ungraded or graded. Hey, what's up, Mike? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, and so what I want to do today, Lou we're going to kind of do a separate bonus, like in Vintage Breaks True Style. We're going to do a separate separate random. So the only way to win this today is to participate in our show, and we're going to do a separate random for this. But, Lou, the only way to enter this is I want people to let me know in the chat, what is your favorite baseball insert of all time? Oh. It could be stickers. It could be gum. It could be rub-offs. It could be st uh, stamps. It could be tattoos. There were so many different inserts that when I saw this, it made me think of like, wow, what's a really cool way to appreciate this, but talk about cards. Yep. That's what I wanted to do, Lou. I wanted to give it away to, uh, at the end of today's show, um, but I wanted to find out from the community kind of like what is nostalgic for people? What do you remember is like, you know, I really hated these and I always threw out those, but I always kept such and such. Those must grade pretty well because they're probably pretty durable, right? They don't get scratched up. Too you know, much. it's a great question, Lou. They do, but similar to cards, if they weren't taken care of, hmm. I've seen them be rusty. I've seen them be just like general wear and like it looks like they were almost played with like like checkers. You know what I mean? Yep. So Daniel Lynch is saying he loved the scratch off game. Love those cards. They're hard. They're hard to find in high grade condition, um, but they're really cool. Lou, what do you remember that, that like comes to mind that you love as far as inserts? Well, I love the gum. I always love the gum. <laughs> Putting aside the gum, because I love the gum too. Yeah, you know, I don't really remember a specific insert. I, I, I okay. remember different features that card sets had, but the inserts, not so much. I don't remember anything in specific that really set me off, you know? 
Yeah, I remember 89 Upper Deck stickers like Tim is mentioning. Uh, Tom O'Connor likes 69 Deck Ledge. Admittedly, I like the Deck Ledge just because they're they're kind of cool to find in black and white and really tough to find in high grade. Sheriff Jello hockey coins. I yep. need more. It's, I need more. Yeah, it's similar to the baseball ones that they you know have that down here, Lou. Yep. Well, anyway, folks, we're going to give this away today. Is just there a of the chat inserts separately? I mean, people who collect absolutely, Lou. People one. grade them. They, yep. they, they. Yeah, they sell them. They buy. I mean, they're they're pretty active now. Depending on the set, Lou. Great question. Right, the more popular it is, you would imagine the more collectors. Right. So the uglier the set is, generally the less desirable. Um, but also means you might be able to get some good deals there. Yep. Puzzle pieces, Donner's pu puzzle pieces. Oh, yeah. I hated those. <laughs> Preston, I hated those with a passion because I'm like, oh, just give me anything. Give me like a baseball sticker. Like I don't need a piece of a baseball puzzle. I wasn't keeping those. I'm waiting for someone to jog my memory on what was around when I was a kid because I'm older than everybody here. <laughs> Team stickers from 88 Fleer Baseball. I certainly remember those. I remember the puzzles. Um, this is great uh, feedback. I appreciate everyone letting me know. Oh, 80 Tops basketball team posters are super cool, and they actually grade those now too at PSA. It's kind of wild. All right, while the, uh, the answers are still coming in, I wanted to uh, briefly talk about the collection that I recently purchased uh, out in the Tacoma, Washington area. Yeah, I was wondering about this trip. You know, Lou, I, uh, I'm embarrassed, but this is what happened. <laughs> I did the 48th episode of Trading Card Therapy last week. Super pumped. And you know how, Lou, sometimes when you're multitasking and you're really feeling it, you're like, you know, things are good. You're, you're, you're feeling accomplished. But yet, just like a ball player, right? You know, they don't bat a thousand. So, Lou, I have a, I, what I think is a great episode. We're live on IG. Yep. Um, supposedly YouTube as well. J5 comes in at the end. And I just tell the story about the basketball. It was primarily basketball, but about the collection from the Tacoma, Washington area. And uh, he's like, late, you got to you gotta press stop. I'm like, J5, it, <laughs> it, it says go live. He's like, late. I'm like, oh, no, what did I do? <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't record it locally. And so basically I'm like, what are we going to do? He's like, well, you can do whatever you want, but ultimately I'm going to re-record it. So tune in tomorrow, oh, man. two o'clock Eastern time. And to be fair, I know how to go with it, Lou. It'll be a little bit more polished than the first go around. There you go. Rehearsal. It's like a new concept, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but tune in is going to be great. I wanted to show a sneak peek. And, and to be fair, if you, if you listened last week, then you know a little bit more about the collection. Uh, but check this out. This is some stuff that had to be shipped. Of course, I couldn't carry with me on the plane. Are you ready? Yep. There's got to be, I don't know. You could just check it out. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, I know. You were wondering how you were going to get this back. So that's the stuff, of course, that didn't go on my luggage. I don't think that's everything, but that's that's a nice batch that just came in. That's a ton of shipping right there, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of work. Yeah, that's how we actually reached a deal. We bridged the gap that we were off on. I'm like, well, here's the thing. <laughs> um, you know, it's getting late on Friday. My flight Saturday I could do the math. I could stay up all night. Yeah. I'm like, you know, do you have some time in the coming week or 10 days to help me ship some of this back? He's like, at first, he's like, are you going to you're going to stay? Like, no, 
<laughs> like, I'm, I'm leaving on the flight tomorrow. Yeah, I'm out. Oh, that's the whole play. Like, I'm out of 5,000, man. <laughs> you know, and of course, listen, I tried, as I described to you, Lou, uh, beforehand. I'm going to talk about it, you know, right now. So I took with me a carry-on. Then I had a full suitcase with me. Like, you know, if you go away for a week, you take one of these big types of suitcases, you would check. So I took that. Going out, it weighed almost nothing. And I remember checking in the hotel. Guy's like, you want me to help you with the luggage? He just had this big piece of luggage and small. I'm like, no, I don't need any help. That's and right. We you, leaving, you take an empty bag? Because that was one of your theories. And the, they didn't the react workout, to that at all. An empty bag, they were fine. No, they didn't stop me. Um, so I flew out with an empty, bigger bag. All my clothes fit in, of course, in the smaller bag. And then when upon uh, reaching a deal, and of course, I'm, I'm going a little bit out of order here. But like I said, a tune in. For the full story, check me out uh, tomorrow, Trading Card Therapy, 2 o'clock Eastern time. We will rerun the live version of the 48th episode. <laughs> um, so, Lou, we reach a deal. It becomes obvious, like, you know, if we do reach a deal, I'm not going to have enough time to pack everything myself. So that was part of it. You know, I paid extra, meaning, of course, not for the shipping only. But yep. um, I'm purposely um, withholding his name because I'm going to text him tomorrow before I go live. I didn't know if he wanted me to mention his first name or not. Um, he did have a nice collection. And if you mention his name in the area, like maybe someone would know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Daniel, we're being syndicated. It's already in reruns, baby. It's great. Um, <laughs> I get a, I get a royalty check. It's like four cents every week. That'd be um, great. So uh, Lou, we reached a deal uh, in principle, meaning on the price, we reached a deal in terms of what he's going to be willing to help me with. And he's like, yeah, but wait, what about all this? I'm like, Oh, you mean the good stuff? <laughs> and he jokes. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bring it with me on the plane. He's like, you're not going to fit all this stuff on the plane with you. I'm like, well, some of it's going to be above ground, you know, uh, with me. And then some of it will be below, like, with check baggage. Yep. Ooh, yeah. So, Lou, what I did was I emptied out my carry-on, and I took the clothes from that. I put it into the bigger piece of luggage. Mm -hmm. And all the best pieces, and I'll mention some of them now because we talked about it last week anyway. Uh, he had a really nice run of vintage basketball sets. 1948 Bowman basketball, Ooh. 1957 Tops basketball, 1961 Fleer basketball, 1969 Tops basketball, 1983 and 1984 star basketball with the Michael Jordan star grade rookie, which is very hot right now. How old? How old is he? Did he collect this after the fact, or was he collecting this during the time? Is this no, he's. I, I mean, he's. I think he's older than me, but he's. Um, no, he was not collecting it uh, during the time. He collected after the fact. This is a true collector who just happened to get in at a decent time. Yep. Um, you know, when he was buying and, you know, realized that not just forget about the value, these cards were taking up a lot of room in his home. Yeah. So it's not like, listen, it's not like he, he you know, it was like the, the cards were on fire. He needed to sell them uh, in regards to the, the room being taken up in the home. It's just more of, you can see, uh, that's why I showed the picture. This was not a deal where I could buy just the vintage. I tried. I either had to buy everything or nothing. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Lou, and then I'm going to read off some of the comments here as they come in. Um, he's like, yeah, but there's a bunch more stuff. And I said, yes, but this is the secondary stuff. And I remember talking to J5. He's like, late. why would you take the other stuff that doesn't fit in your carry-on and put it in this piece of luggage? I'm like, I'll tell you why. I'm like, which do you think is safer? And I want to ask the community. If you have valuable stuff and you're leaving somewhere, would you rather check it on a plane or ship it FedEx? I mean, to me, there's so many less 
things that could go wrong because once it's on the plane, as long as nothing happens to the plane, you're getting your luggage. Right. But yet you give it to the FedEx person in Tacoma, Washington. I mean, Lou, over under on how many people see this package? 17? I don't know. Yep. So Daniel's saying, bring the question, bring the valuables on the plane. That's <laughs> what I did. I had like tiers. Tier one came with me on person. That was in the little carry-on. Yep. Tier two, uh, and by the way, I had no idea what the bag weighed. I had a feeling we were approaching 75 pounds or 75 pounds plus. It was wow. a very heavy bag. Yeah. So I try to like, I don't know. I like throw out an old shirt, I think. It's like I'm trying because I don't want to have them reject the bag. And then I read a little thing like, oh, anything over 70 pounds is $200. I'm like, all right. I'm not saying I want to pay $200, Lou. But that's the worst case that happens is they'll still take my bag if it's really heavy. Yeah, that's the part that worries me. I mean, the take on is fine. Take it with you. The baggage handlers, those those guys scare me a little bit. It all scares me. Believe me, it's not it's not like right or wrong. It's more of like food for thought, right, yeah. for discussion. So anyway, the bag weighed 69 pounds. Oh. So it was a pound under nice. a $200 penalty charge. <laughs> and listen, I didn't love it. I would have rather have it be with me on the plane. I saw, I like, I purposely waited. I saw the guy put it on. He's like, oh, you know, you're good. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to wait for it to, like, you know, go in the back. Yeah. And then if, if Washington, it's always raining. It's raining out there. You see the baggage handle is thrown. If you get the right seat, you can see him throwing this around. It's going to it's gonna drive. Whatever it's worth, <laughs> unless you were Zeus, I was convinced you could not throw this bag. <laughs> True. That was part of my logic. Whatever, you know, yeah. whatever it's worth. Yeah. You can't throw a 70-pound bag that easily. That's true. Yep. Um. But I did the best I could. The cards got back safely. And a big shout out to uh, the gentleman I work with. And like I said, I'll be able to talk a little bit more freely tomorrow after I text him. Um, that, I don't know if you guys realize, what I'm showing you with these FedEx packages, this is not a small feat. No. So I remember throwing out the number. And at first I was like, oh, is that, you know, is that too much? Did I just do something to the screen? Yeah, just the autofocus. Something's going on with the autofocus. Just hold that Sorry, up. Sorry, I guess with the uh, see if it refocuses. Hold the hold your phone up again. Picture up. See if it refocuses afterwards. Okay. Just give it a chance to reset. Now hold it up to the. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's working out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so let's see what we got here. So yeah, Tom well, O'Connor said he would keep it with him. Alfred makes a great point. Did you do extra insurance? Did you get an option for extra insurance? I don't know what the value was in your, your baggage. But. No, but I have an insurance policy, a blanket insurance policy with my company. All right. And so I'm familiar with uh, the rules and regulations. And so make no mistake, I would have been disappointed if I lost that bag. But the most expensive stuff, like the old 80-20 rule, that's what I was explaining to the gentleman I was right. working with. 80% of the value of this collection was in 20% of the cards. Right. So I would say of the 20% of those cards, 19.2% of those were on me on the plane, you know, in the small bag. Yep. By the way, these are great suggestions. Michael Pitt Jr., $10 break credit. I'm writing this down. I did not think about that. Next time, I'm going to get a fragile sticker. <laughs> there you go. Mike Pitts, I'm going to get them to hook you up with a $10 break credit. Um, great idea, Lou. <laughs> I used to be able to toss 75 pound boxes of chicken in and out of the freezer at KFC as a teen. Now it'd be more like seven and a half pounds. Yeah. I was just saying I met Tom and no disrespect, Tom, I'm going to place you over under at about 18 pounds for you these days. 
not seven and a half, but 75 pound. I'm telling you, I lifted this bag and I remember leaving the hotel because they were all friendly there. I wanted to get to know the area. I stayed in a super cool place. And he's like, oh, you know, I'll help you with the bags. I'm like, it's a lot heavier. Pick it up. Yeah. You can get a hernia lifting that bag the wrong way. Daniel, was that a Seinfeld reference for G-Way? Was that the, where was that reference? I forget that reference. Is that reference? Seinfeld? It's always Seinfeld, Lou. Yeah, it's always Seinfeld. That's what I figured. Uh, hey, what's up, Bobby? Um, bummer I missed the expo, but I do have the spring one on my calendar. Um, this is a really interesting discussion. Yeah. Uh, so Chris Brown says he checked it on the plane, doesn't trust the baggage handlers or the FedEx, as far as I can throw them with something important. I agree with you, but to clarify, Chris, the best stuff with me was already on the plane with me in the little you know, carry-on. It's more of like the next level of value. Would you rather check it in a check bag or would you rather ship at FedEx? Keep in mind, the FedEx packages you just saw in bulk, those were sent FedEx ground. In order to have more insurance coverage, meaning higher insurance coverage, you have to send them like FedEx two-day or overnight, which yeah. is okay. It just costs a lot more money. Daniel, you're right. Absolutely. Christmas story. I forgot about it. A couple of guys reminded us of that. Thank you. Yes. The fragility reference. That's Christmas story. Yep. Um, Donald was saying we had the wrong date posted. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, we carried over the schedule from last oh, week good. and I realized it too late to change it today. So I'll change it when I, when we get done. Yeah. So, sounds great. Yeah. Okay. So well, you know, Chris, I appreciate it. So what he's saying is between those two options, he would check the second bag on the plane. Yep. That's what I did gang. I didn't know if it was the right move, but I looked at it and thought about it. I'm like, you know, how much, how many more people will touch this box or this stuff? On the way back, even if I did a FedEx overnight, it doesn't matter. Yep. You know, there's still a bunch of people, a bunch of stops. Yeah, there's a bunch of planing and deplaning uh, going FedEx too. So you did it the right way. That's the way I do it. Carry on the most valuable stuff. The next next level of stuff goes on the plane, and then FedEx the rest. Lou, I can't wait to do it again <laughs> because I remember coming in and the guy's like, you know, late, and you look like a professional cleaner. I'm like, no, I'm a professional treasure hunter. The guy almost had like snot come out of his nose. <laughs> come into his home, Lou. I literally have. I'm like, I'm. It's like I'm ready to deal with a dead body. I have an oversized bag. You can clearly fit a dead body in. That's what I was wondering how they were going to react to the bag. The empty Robert bag. Robert packed me like a champ. I got a tape gun. I got like rubber bands. I got plastics. He's like, what are you going to do to me? I'm like, dude, I just want to buy the stuff. I promise. Um, Michael makes a point here. And by the way, if you ever need someone to drive cross country for you, I will do it. I would really? love to make that trip. Are you kidding me? I would love to make that trip. I mean, not a big truck, maybe, but. I would love well, to say, Lou, we were talking about lunch the other day. We did a big deal in Oklahoma a few years ago. And uh, Scott Allpaw, when he was still working for us, uh, we bought a big deal. We went on the deal together. But I'm like, you know, he's a, he, he likes driving. When we left, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm going to get a plane. I can't even say on the straight face. <laughs> I felt bad, but not so bad. I'm like, Scotty, uh, you know, I just paid for the deal. It's a pretty big deal. Unless you need my help to drive home, like, I think I'm just going to. Take a plane. <laughs> yep. He's like, yep, yep. Thought you might. I'm like, take your time. Take your time. It was a lot, man. We needed like a. It was like a 14 foot box truck or something. Yeah. No, I'm not doing a truck, but I've always wanted to do the cross country. Uh, cross country. Well, that's good to know. Like there could be like a prize collection that fits in a suitcase, and like you're a perfect suitcase guy across the country. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Because you can do that in any sedan. Yep. Just give me a call. I'm going. 
Uh, Monty's saying when he travels with valuables, he gives them to Darcy. Well, I would have bet on that. Yeah. Uh, he'd leave bags at Dunkin' Donuts or something otherwise. Oh, my God. Yeah. Listen, I lost like 400 bucks cash one time in Atlantic City. I was oh. like getting out of a cab. I had like, you know, you separate your money, right? So I had like money in my wallet in case I lost the initial money. Yeah. So it's like this wad of money I had to go out to start. I'm like, I'm already down 400. Even getting to the casino was terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't, I very rarely check bags. I'm like, I'm, I'm strictly of the, if you don't care, if you can't carry it on, you don't need it. That's my thing. Lou, it's kind of funny. I haven't checked a bag in a long time other than when I travel with Kroz. Yep. I travel with Kroz just because sure. of all like the clothes and the medical stuff I need. We, we inevitably check a bag. Um, but even then I've done some like shorter trips with him where I think we haven't had to because like we're both allowed to carry on. So I like, will make it work. Michael will do a truck. He's got a CDL, CDLA license. Great. So I want to ask again before we wrap up the show today, has anyone else thought about their favorite? It doesn't have to be tops, even though I showed the, the white Ford coin. What is their favorite baseball insert of all time? Is it an autograph patch card? Were you enamored when they came out with jersey cards? What's up, Merrick? Shout out to my brother. By the way, a pre-happy Thanksgiving to all those that are out there. We should be good to go for next week, next week, Lou, if you are. Oh, yeah. I'll go next week. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh uh, what uh, the autographed inserts cards have got to be like the best thing. I mean, it's just, it's, it's breaking in a, in a different way. It's, it's, everyone loves to gamble a little bit. It's, it's like, you never know when you're going to get that great surprise. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, growing up, I remember in the uh, early nineties when upper deck started to come out with autographed inserts, I never pulled one at the time. Um, but then they had Jersey cards. That stuff was, that stuff was awesome. It revolutionized cards. It really did. That's great. Adds a little fun, a little gambling to it. It's great. Absolutely. Well, make sure, even if you're listening to the show afterwards, we very much would like to know your favorite baseball insert card of all time. Now, I'm going to close with a little, a little um, PSA here, public service announcement, announcement on behalf of Vintage Breaks. So we have moved, and you can check it out on our website at vintagebreaks.com. Uh, as we had said before, we have this little mini event running before our next big event starts, and we have moved that event date. Uh, it was supposed to end later this week. It's going to end Sunday night, and the reason is is because our new website, which everyone or a lot of the regulars know, uh, at least uh, Lou, about Vintage Breaks, yep. we're having our new website come out. It's looking to launch now on Monday. So we're going to close out the current event this Sunday, which means if you have any break credit, uh, take care of that, you know, get it in, make sure you spend it. Um, if you are in breaks, for example, like the 65 and 66 tops baseball, we've been pushing hard on those. Those are going to likely break tonight. 86 through basketball is close to breaking. Yep. Um, we have a lot of fun stuff going on. And even if you're not participating in the breaks, to me, it's must-see breaking TV. If you enjoy cards, make sure you tune on in. Starting today, they're going to go live at, excuse me, 3 o'clock Eastern time. Um, they'll be breaking, of course, uh, all day and night today, tomorrow, Friday, over the course of the weekend. Um, really appreciate, uh, Sir Charles is going to go live, uh, tonight, uh, Vintage Breaks Buffalo will go live, uh, this weekend and we'll finish up with Chris Gilmore and Vintage Breaks South on Sunday night. Um, but I just want to give everyone a heads up. We're super pumped about the new website. When we come out with it, if you see anything that you don't quite understand, let us know. Yep. If you see something that you're like, you know what? I think the boys missed this please let us know. Any and all feedback is greatly appreciated. 
but you have to spend your break credit before Monday, right? Before, uh, before well, before basically before Monday, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Sunday night, uh, the the date is at least moved. So I thought folks would like that. You do have a few extra days now to spend that. Um, and with that, remember, first place today is a twenty five dollar break credit. Second and third was a sixty five tops baseball set break spot. Sixty six tops baseball set break spot was third place. They'll give away those prizes at the start of the show at about three o'clock Eastern time today. And those two sets will likely break tonight. So if you win that free spot, how cool would that be, Lou? If you turn that into a mantle, I'm going to close with this story. So my buddy, Joe Ferguson from uh, 20th century uh, baseball, Facebook page that we collaborate on together. We recently did a, yeah, we recently did a promotion. He he has, he knows so much about baseball comes out with these wonderful posts about the game and stats. So we gave away, I don't remember how it worked out, but like basically the guy had a $50 break credit that I guess he won or he, I don't know how he got it from the group. Louie turned it into, he he won, I think, a Jackie Robinson 54 tops. Oh, God. Yeah, isn't that Which great? is crazy. Yeah, but it's great. It's a $500 card. Yep. Have a little fun, right? And get a, you know, a little excitement going there. It's all out there. You never know, right? Listen, a little fun, a little gratitude. Speaking of which, make sure you tune in. Next week, especially if you like freebies, there's the little hint. We are always, always extra generous around the holidays. Um, next week will be no exception. We'll be giving away lots of fun stuff, more than usual. So if you're around, stop on by. Thanks, everybody. Market calendars.